I'm Behumit. And I'm Jesse. Welcome to the monologues. This time on the monologues, we venture into the great wilderness in The Hunter, Call of the Wild by Expansive Worlds and Avalanche Studios. And we're bringing you some beverages inspired by my Christmas shopping spree. We bring you Lining Kugel's Brewology Pack Number Two. Yes, yes, and this I'm actually really excited about. I say I feel like I say that all the time, mostly because it's related to alcohol. So it's <laughs> always a little bit easy to get excited about around the holidays, especially, dude. But we actually nailed the way we did that because we swapped like 47 beers. I feel like last time, <laughs> last time we were here, the way it worked out, like we did the Christmas thing. We yeah. were going to swap them. Then you decided to come down and we left them here because I have a fridge dedicated to such greatness yeah. in the garage. So that worked out like extremely well. And then the whole reason we that we te- paired this with the game was because like it's this kind of like mix packs all wrapped around mostly bear and cold themed from what right. I can tell. Yeah. So that is really interesting. This is what struck me about it kind of going through the store. So. Uh, the last time I was out shopping before it was for the Christmas special for beer. So this is where this came from. Right. And while I was out doing that Christmas themed special beer shopping, I happened across this funny little pack from lining Kugels. And I was like, well, what is this? And I kind of looked at it and it, it stuck, it stuck out to me because on the front of it is got this like little bear hugging a what honey, uh, like a, a beehive is what it is like the big uh, icon for the, the honey bear one. Uh, but it, it jumped out at me. So I kind of looked at it a second time and uh, it's a, a mix pack. Basically you take, it, it's got 12 beer, 12 beers in it, uh, four of each kind of beer that it has. And then you take those and you mix them half and half to make a different kind of beer altogether. So with this one, we have, uh, like as the base beers, we have a dark lager, a berry Weiss, uh, honey Weiss, um, and then the Snowdrift vanilla Porter, which is only available inside of this brew, uh, this brewology mix pack, right? Which sounds good in itself. And I would have commented on the picture thing, but my cooler that I brought in fits exactly a 12 packs, like slid down in it. <laughs> so I wasn't going to like shimmy that out to see what icon you're talking about. It's like all just tucked in there neatly. So yeah, it's the honey bear. He's like all cuddled over the, the beehive. It's pretty cool. It sounds effing adorable. It, it is, <laughs> you know? but it's what Who drove me to, love it. It, dro- it dro- drove me to try this one out and uh, actually take a look at it. So, um, and then, so I was shopping the online free service of Xbox game and <laughs> saw that hunting game, right. As we do. And again, Xbox, we're talking to you. Let's get a little shout out here. Uh, <laughs> no, but honestly I was doing the, looking through the games on that just to see what we have coming up, you know, what we can use without going out shopping. Um, and you know, I saw that hunting game and it actually stuck out to me because we've never done a hunting game. I've never played a hunting game, period. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Better said. Yeah, exactly. So right. uh, it just well, kind of so stuck outside out. Outside of an arcade. Like, okay, I'll, I'll take that back. I've, <laughs> Who I've gone into an that? arcade, right? And yeah. you pick up the rifle and you, you shoot at the deer. Like that I've done. But at home, sitting on my own console or on my own computer, playing a, a hunting game just doesn't seem normal. And I'll tell you. Playing this game, it it didn't seem right to me either. Okay, well, my opinions have swayed uh, up and down a little bit. 
And yeah. I will get into that as this breaks into it. But I, dude, I get to use Infinity Gauntlet quite a bit tonight. Yeah. All these are good looking, juicy, delicious bottles. Yeah. And so the first mix we're going to do, we well, we agreed on Flying Bumblebee because it's about the only one not bear related. Yeah. So it's the only one that's not bear related and not like wintry. It is the Flying Bumblebee. And so that's like the hunting game. What caught me on it was I saw pictures of bears you could hunt. And I think it was one of our games. I picked something because I thought you'd get to grow it. Oh, that watermelon, maybe. Right, you remember yeah. that? Never yeah, happened. It, I did get to shoot bears on this. That did happen. You, yeah, you did. Nice. They weren't, they, and they might've been <laughs> cute, but it, it didn't really matter because they got the, you know, got the gun. All right. So in this flying bumblebee, we have a 50-50 mix of the honey weiss and the dark lager, which I was kind of actually thinking that I wanted to take a sip of each of these before we poured them just to kind of get a taste of them separate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I, you don't have to, I, I, no, I'm gonna try. I want it. Yeah. Well, dude, when you said that vanilla snowdrift Porter, that just sounds good anyway. Like, right. That's exactly that what I thought. Delicious. Hmm. That's pretty good. Oh, did you try the honey Weiss? I have not. No, that's my next oh, one. That's I good. just grabbed the dark lager. Oh no. The honey Weiss is good. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm mixing, sir. All right. So, so we're trying to save ourselves a bit because we've got five different mixes to go through. So we're not going to mix full beers. I said that, <laughs> but then I brought in four full Star Wars glasses and then I have a backup glass with about a half a thing of water in it. I'm going to drink along the way. All right. Remember to stay hydrated, folks. <laughs> you do that. I'm going to actually go a little bit lighter. And I know that the dark lager is actually used in three different mixes. So I'm going to try to use that one like a third of the bottle. It's going to be like a, a very vicious math game watching the fluids here, watching the ounces. I know, right? It was like that Die Hard movie and they have to mix, like they have a one gallon and a three gallon and you got a five gallon jug and you got to do it just, <laughs> you know, there's math behind it. That sounds easy, but the equation and it's not, it takes a second to figure out. But Well, I must say I'm actually impressed. The uh, flying bumblebee is actually pretty good. Tell me what you think. Huh. Wow. It's actually really good. Mm -hmm. Which we did talk about that. We've done a lot of IPAs and stouts and stuff. We are going to be looking for a lager. Yeah. And if anybody <laughs> has recommendations, feel free to email, uh, you know, message, Facebook, Instagram. Here we go. We're going to sloppily bleed into our call to action. <laughs> so if you guys listen, uh, please rate, review, subscribe. I'm thinking your line. <laughs> oh, there you go. Come on. You got to nail it better than that. Dude, I did. In one, of the in one of the videos, I did nail it actually like some. And as I was doing it in the video, little clips, you know, we put out there. I went, Hi, this doesn't feel right. This is, this is Jesse's role. <laughs> guys, look, it's the monologues. You know who we are. That, well, maybe in <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, email, it's all there. Now you can follow up with your line and do it the proper way. Wherever you're listening to us at, don't forget to rate, review, or subscribe. Perfect. Every time. <laughs> Telling you, man, you like, you like practice that. I know you do. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I listen to so many podcasts and that's like the line that comes out. Wherever you're listening at, please rate, review, and subscribe. So Right on. Yeah, it's just kind of one of those things that's etched into my, my memory now. <laughs> well, I'd like to say, I'm going to go ahead and write down a, uh, like a number on that before I forget. Yeah, that's and kind I'm, of what I was thinking. I'm just going to say mix number one, or well, I'll do Flying Bumblebee. Yeah, I'm going to name them here, and I'm going to give them a rating as we go. Okay, I have mine. And then, and we'll just, you just want to give all the ratings at the end, right? Like normal? Yeah. Sounds good to me. 
Uh, and so as we, okay, so here we go. We'll break into this game. So guys, we did the Christmas special and I feel like weirdly, it feels like that was yesterday, but also like five months ago. I'm not really sure why that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. But so we did Halo and everything and, you know, I haven't got to get back to that game, but I want to, but we did get to get into this, this game. And I feel like this has some extreme positives for me. Yeah. And one of the graphics is definitely one of them. So this was released 2019, I believe. Yeah, it's a newer game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's not like years. super old, but no. I feel like the graphics were, I thought they were beautiful with so, the scenery. That is, yeah, that's one thing I actually have to give up to the, so the developers, as I mentioned in the beginning, um, are, is Expansive Worlds and Avalanche Studios. And that's something they actually pride themselves in is having really open, expansive worlds for all of their video games, whether whatever style of video game they're playing in. If you read anything about them, that's one of their key things. And so this is an open world hunting game where you're choosing a uh, reserve to go hunt in um, that I believe are actually based on actual well, areas around I the globe. I believe so too. You, you, you can, with downloadable content, I don't mean to interrupt you, but with downloadable, downloadable content, I don't know if you got to the Sky Tower thing, you can teleport to other reserves. Right, yeah. Yep. And a lot of them that, well, you know, we did this on the Game Pass, so I didn't have all the downloadable content, or at least I didn't. I only had two reserves, yeah. Right. And, and But there was all over the planet you can go hunting for all kinds of stuff. Correct. And I, w I would like to say maybe I'm just out of the loop because, like you said, we don't play hunting games, which where I live at, you can't spit outside without hitting somebody that hunts. I mean, that's just I like mean, everybody just around me is a hunter. Yeah, I mean, we're from the general Casey area. That's the Midwest. Like people, people here hunt. Like yeah, it's the same thing do. here. Yeah, I mean, it's. And I, actually, I don't. I've never. So I've never actually been hunting in real life either. It's not something that I'm. I'm against. I just never have. Like uh, I haven't. I will tell you. And I haven't hunted as much as obviously like people around me have. Right. And it's been quite a while. But I will tell you a couple things. One, they got right was how hard it is to track down the animal after you shoot it. They don't just drop, <laughs> fall down, and you're just right there. Yeah. Dude, I lost like five animals at least because I could never find them. It was so maddening, <laughs> like trekking through a mile and a half of timber and tracing blood trails. And all of a sudden, it flips around and goes back the same way. And you're like, doesn't even make sense. <laughs> like it's leading me in a wild, bloody trail goose chase. And then all of a sudden, you'd hear a sound from another animal. I just like lose patience and just shoot something else and then chase its tracks <laughs> down. It became a nightmare for a while. So on that note, like I had uh, more difficulty on Xbox when it came to that, like, but that was more about not being able to place my, pro my shots properly. So I did play this game on both Xbox uh, one, and then I played it also on my PC. Um, the one thing I do have to say that is also a negative is that it doesn't, it's not cross uh, cross safe compatible. Save. Yeah, so my save, my gameplay from Xbox was completely lost when I came to PC, but the one good thing I have to say about PC is cycling through your uh, inventory is so much easier because it's just on your number keys and you can toggle right through it. Like if I want to switch, quick switch my binoculars and just spot something, spot an animal real quick and then <clears throat> kind of use that to, to, to go towards it, um, that was that was really easy to do. And then I could quick switch to my rifle just by hitting another number key. Um, 
Same thing with with calls and things like that. It was really quick to switch between those. Whereas on the Xbox, it was it a was lot. not no. It was a it was a chore to switch to any of that. Like I didn't. Yeah. Even, I don't think I even used my binoculars because it was such a chore to switch. I didn't between. use them. I just used a scope on the rifle the entire time. Exactly. But the binoculars give you a spot function that actually highlights the animal for a, oh. a bit, and then yeah. So if you spot the animal, it'll put a it'll put a mark on your map. Oh. And on your track mate, I believe that shows you where you spotted that animal at. So if you do I was take a doing shot, doing that wrong. Right. So if you do take a shot and you you clip it and you hit an organ and you know that thing's going to go down, you can go to that blood pool and find the blood pool and you'll be able to if you can stay tracking it long enough, you'll you'll find it eventually. Gotcha. But that's yeah. What I found is on PC, it was far easier to hit my shots. It was far easier to to switch between all of my stuff, like just the ease of having it on PC. Again, we can't we can't find a game that you don't say those like, yeah, and it's just so much better on PC. How I PC, mean, oh, <laughs> every Xbox, time playing on a console just feels like you're playing with your hands tied behind your back, man. Yeah, I I get what you're saying, and I know because I have played on both. I get it. But it is funny to me how many people would say the exact opposite. They feel like their hands have bricks on them on each finger trying to play on a PC because they don't use a keyboard very well. Uh, uh, yeah, and most yeah. people will say, oh, I'd love to have a PC if it's got a controller. Sure. I love controllers too, and I love, but I love keyboards. I'm a very uh, hybrid child on that. I don't have a preference per se. I mean, to me, they're just whatever. Yeah. I like, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you my preference. My Naga Mouse. Yeah. There's my preference. Because there's like 12 keys within a half an inch you know, <laughs> right. diameter. You know what I yeah. mean? Once you b- train your brain to that, you can do so much with so little, you know, energy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's sure. like perfect. But anyway, yeah. So, you know, that's that's why we picked this game is, you know, because the bears and the bear themed beer. And because we'd never done a hunting game. Like I said, you've never hunted in real life. I've barely hunted in real life. But uh, so you start out, you you pick your character or make your character. And one of the things I liked is it does have some RPG elements. You do gain experience and level up and kind of it, fine yeah. tune what you're able to do. Yeah. The progression, though, is really slow from what I On felt leveling like. up. Yes. Yeah, man. You had to kill a lot of animals to get very far like it reminded me of assassin's creed and it just killing them you had to find them to get the experience from correct yeah it wasn't just killing them i mean you could take the shot but you had to actually like turn in the heart harvest the animal to to get your experience and your points uh even while your money and everything too because all of that was tied like everything you would shoot the animal you could once you tracked it down you could collect the harvest and then you could um you could taxidermy it for a cost for right. I, I would assume to because there was like another section of dlc content to to get like trophy houses right and uh i would assume that would be where you would put those i never did any of that because i didn't see a point of spending money on on stuff like that like the the best animal i got was like a gold something oh that's better than me i think i had a silver yeah i had um, quite a few silver bronze and then a few golds but okay mostly all deer and a couple of moose i didn't really i didn't i tried hunting down some black bear and those, did you never get a bear no those little fuckers ran like they were gone they would I, not, I had more I trouble with doe than anything no i, had I got trouble there well you know bailey played yeah yeah like when we first turned this on i was like hey it's been a while i want to play a video game with you and she saw me turn this on 
And she's like, I want to play that game. And I went, oh, like, here's the controller. So she actually shot the first anyway, I think, before I did. Nice. Um, but when she was around, like, that first night, we found a bear. And I was like, I was like, oh, oh my God, it's a bear. Like, we got to get the bear. Like, that's a part of the podcast. Like, I was, like, so obsessed about getting the damn bear. And then I found bear. That was, like, I found those all the time. I only saw one moose, and I never did. I, n- I didn't. You were, it's kind of funny. You brought up the, like, toggling through stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I about crapped my pants because it walked behind around this tree. I didn't even make like the warning sign. Like they all the animals kind of get close. They kind of have warning signs. So you can start like, you know, going into, you know, hunting secret mode, which yeah. I have a buddy that hunts. Um, I actually don't think you've met this friend. I don't know if you've met Quentin or not, but he was like, I should, I, was, I snapped him like a video. I'm like, dude, I think this game would be for you. Like he's a big, I know he loves turkey hunting for sure. And he was like. Yeah, is it is it easier than like real life? I'm like, well, it's easier to find than real life, but um, like hunting them down, chasing them down is pretty hard. <laughs> He's like, oh, you know, and he said a comment about like most games like that, you just shoot them and they fall over. Yeah, I wouldn't know this. I've never played another hunting game besides, like you said, at arcades, right? Or if you count Red Dead, because I did an obscene amount of hunting on Red Dead Redemption too. <laughs> but other than that, you know, like and those don't really, you don't have to chase those. Like, like that's kind of what he was talking about. Like they just fall down and they're right there. Right. No, you spend more time chasing these animals down after you shoot them than you do shooting them well and i think that's that's the beginner entry level too i think once you get higher uh upgrades to your guns Guns. and your uh ammo so i noticed that even so you start off with what a 243 rifle i think Um, that's your starting rifle yeah i think so and you start off with soft soft point bullets um which are low penetration ammo and so most of the time you're only at at best getting like one lung. Like, right. And so on on a deer. So you're getting one lung, it's gonna it's gonna bolt on you. Yeah. Um and it wasn't until I got the next level of ammo with the hard point, uh, which I it took me some time with just the standard ammo that they give you. Um and I think you have to get a certain rifle experience to be able to get it. And uh, then you could, then you would get that ammo uh, unlocked, and with that, I would get much better penetration. And then you could start getting double lung, and then it would be a lot better, a lot quicker kill on the animal. Um, and and I I even got like um uh, a rifle for specifically moose. I think it was something that they gave gave free. Um, but you did oh, okay. if you didn't check your uh, storage in one of the uh. Oh, what were they called? The outposts. If yeah. you didn't check your storage in the outposts, you never knew you had it. So like there, nice. was, a, there was like a 270 in there or something that they just gave to everybody, but it also came with soft points. So again, low penetration, but at least it was capable of really bringing down moose if you needed it to. Right. So. Yeah, I only saw one of those. I only saw one. Um, I think it was like a coyote. And I actually, again, toggling issues, then it wasn't able to get my gun out quick enough to take him down. But I did get rabbits. I got a buck. I got a lot of doe, but more. I lost more doe chasing them down than I actually retrieved. <laughs> yeah. And then I shot, I want to say, three or four bear, and I retrieved two of those. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, I, I never got in a good position to shoot bear. Like, anytime I saw a bear, like, I, I saw him frequently. Like, that is the one thing I do have to say about this game. This game, like, floods you with with uh chances yeah. to, to Dude, like i think it has to because if it was like real hunting and you sit for four hours 
<laughs> or on some night, days. <laughs> yeah, in some mornings that you sit out there and you're blind for four hours yeah. and don't see anything, you know, or if right. you're hunting bucks and you like, you know, you don't get anything out there, like you're going to lose your mind. Yeah. This game would be unplayable at that point if you like, like those, did you build any of the, the you know, you'd come across the little like. The stands you know, and stuff. Yeah, the yeah. little stands and you would the build them, scenes, you know. Yeah. Could you imagine you like, oh, if you find that and you build it and it's in a good area, it's got a good view, it's kind of over the top, it's got, you know, you got good range and then just nothing ever comes. <laughs> right. Because waiting like five or 10 minutes is like the, on the video game is like the equivalent to waiting like four hours. Like you would, yeah. if you wait 10 minutes straight, especially like the, why we have this podcast is because we're like, you know, we want to review games and check them out because we don't have a lot of time to just play everything. So we like, you know, give a trial. We're trying to help people out, like get to test these, you know, like, oh, that, those guys know what they're talking about. Like, oh, I kind of like what they like. Oh, they don't like that. I probably won't mess with it. That kind of situation. Yeah. If I sat at this game for 20 minutes on a like, you know, couple hour review and I never got anything, I would, you know, what's the rating going to be? So they have to flood it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Long winded way to say they have to do that. Yeah. No, I can I can take that. That's for sure. And I mean, I don't know. There's not a whole ton to this game. That was the unfortunate side of it. Is like it's it's one thing. Even with the role playing elements that they tried to add into there, uh, so you do get some like storylines and some quests to actually go out and do. Um, you come across uh, well, you don't actually come across people, but they interact with you via radio, and your track mate, I think it is called. Um, it's like your little handheld uh, yeah. GPS. Uh, they they interact with you via that to give you quests and assignments to help out different hunters in the area or different people in the area. Um, and even with that, there still didn't feel like it was a whole ton to do. Like, I don't know. It, it just, they those, I, I felt like needed to give you a little bit more reward for actually going and taking your time to complete those. Yeah, I, I mean, that, you know, we talked a little bit about that early, you know, um, I'm still fairly impressed with what the game offers, and here's, okay, here's kind of why. This is going to be really kind of an obscure reason, if, unless you can follow me on this journey, for why. All right. Okay, so I know I have ran across so many people that when they get into something, and they get that kind of like, they get a taste of it. And I've seen, I'll, I'm going to give you an example so you know what I'm talking about. They kind of get really deep into it and they start unloading their pocketbook on it, right? Mm-hmm. So I've seen this happen with golf, with fishing, with yeah. hunting. Yeah. I've seen it with workout stuff. I've seen this fad thing and I've done it myself with a few things. But I have a, you know, I've seen buddies like, ah, oh, I want to start fishing. You know, I kind of like fishing a little bit. They go once or twice. And the next thing you know, you see them again. They're like, yeah, I just dropped $600 on, you know, lures and tackle. And you go, holy crap. Dude. Like, I didn't know you were, like a, you're, I didn't know you were a professional fisherman. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So I've seen it happen with golf around these parts for sure. They're like, oh, bro, come come golf with this. And I'm like, man, I'd rather go play backyard tackle football. Like, I might be a nerd, <laughs> but I'm not old enough to want to play golf yet. And I'm not trying to diss on people. I know people love golf. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But it's just not for me. And I especially can't watch it. But like, no, it's fun because you just drink and drive around, man. You've never come with me. And I'm like, you know, okay, like I'll try it. And it's, yeah, you know, it's okay or whatever. And then they're like, oh, you just need like $700 worth of clubs. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah. I just got this new $300 blah, blah, blah. You know, t- I can't, I can't, but I get I, that's I've had that happen to me. Just not in golf yet. Yeah. And so hunting, I think I've seen it with hunting too. Yeah. They get the, they get the, the fever, they get the bite. And then they're like, all right, 
it's time to be a hunter. Because <laughs> you know, there's the hunters that just go out in jeans and a coat and they have their family owns some land and they go hop in a blind and they get a deer every year. Right. They make some jerky, they get a process and that there's those. And then there's the people that have lots of money and thousands of dollars wrapped up into it and go on like boar hunts every year. Right. Which is cool. Like that's freaking awesome. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But that's the difference. I so I think this game offers you somewhere in between or you know, some of my some of my friends you wouldn't think were were gamers because they like just don't fit the profile, but they play, you know, a few types of games. They'll play some Madden, they'll hop on and play some random, you know, it's a simulator. That's what it is. This is a simulation game. It's a simulator. I've seen them hop on like some tractor or semi truck like simulators. And I'm like, that's the crazy. Like, I don't yeah. think you're a gamer. And then you're playing these games. Like, what are you? And I'm not going to say any names. I'm like, okay, that's cool though. Or like race car simulators. Like, they'll play those. Right. This game would be right up their alley. Like, yeah. It's a, you know, they might turn into more of a hunter or this might save them from their wife screaming at them for spending thousands more dollars on hunting <laughs> stuff because they're like, I've always wanted to hunt, hunt a black bear. And they're like, one of these days. And they just do it on this game. And that kind of just maybe just, numbs it for a while yeah i i'm not saying that this game doesn't have its place that you know this game does for sure it's just it's a it's a certain kind of cup of tea you know yeah like you have to be into hunting to play this game speaking a cup of tea before you finish let's break into that berry black bear next all right i'm ready because we do have multiple drinks to drink let's yeah let's- all right, yeah. so let's let's go ahead and dive in to this next so with one. This one we need the dark lager again and the berry weiss. Correct. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to bring this up. Not only did I get to use the amazing Infinity Gauntlet, the full power of the Infinity Gauntlet, I also broke out from a couple of Christmases ago all my Star Wars glasses. Nice. <laughs> nerding it out. So what you're saying, speaking of nerding out, so what you're saying is, if this game had some dragons you could hunt in the back, we might be all about it. No, it just, oh, wow, that color. So I did not take a sip of this yet. Dude, look at the color of the glass. Whoa, wait till you try a sip of it. Dude, that berry weiss, what is going on right now? Holy crap, man. Is that wild berry Jolly Rancher flavored beer? What is that? I think Brandy might be able to drink this. Dude, that's wild. That is wild berry. Oh, (laughs) you can tell I'm a dad. All right. For sure. (laughs) <laughs> dude that the color of that makes me think of like starburst or something if you could turn a pink starburst into liquid that's like what it would look like all right berry back black bear here we come oh i like that better than the last one i mean with that berry weiss in there jeez i couldn't see not dude that, that dark lager heck? takes that color out of it though like it just goes straight to dark lager yeah it well, you can still kind of see that auburn kind of reddish color in it if you look, because I just held mine up. Yeah. Bro, that's ooh, that's a deal right there. Holy buckets, man. I want Bailey to try that one. I got to remember that. I want to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think Brandy might actually be able to drink that beer. Like, uh, Yeah. Dude, we're going to... Okay, <laughs> we talked about this with like the bourbon stout stuff, you know, like everybody's got a level you got to get to. Right. She's just starting at like negative one, you know, we're going to level her up through the sours and the whatever else and the wine and everything. We're going to level her up and one of these days she might be able to drink a McUltra. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. That is pretty good though. Yes, it is. I'm not going to lie so far. That one was really good. 
And so, all right. So with this game, you know, uh, it's a hunting game. Again, we go back to just supporting Xbox like crazy. Um, you know, we're definitely going to go back to computer. I think when we started this out, we hit Steam up really hard, you know, early on. Right. I'm sure we'll be back to platform, you know, to services like that, I'm sure. But for now, it's kind of working out really good around the holidays, so. Yeah. And it is on, I don't know if you saw this, but it is online. Yeah, so that's one thing <clears throat> we didn't get to try out, is getting to go out and... uh shooting with your friends or hunting with your friends. And that's actually one thing that I read uh, from others that have played this game is is one of the good things about the game is just being able to be out with your buddy. Like, I mean, especially kind of over the last couple of years, like maybe not so much outside, like, because honestly, if y'all want to go out hunting, I don't think anybody gives two Fs if it's you know right. you and a couple guys going out. You know, in the middle of right. nowhere. But unless you come back and go to, you know, and I don't know. It, that gets, we won't get too far into that topic, but a year and a half ago, you'd have came back and said what you were doing and whatever. That'd have been like when you were an essential employee, there would have been some issues for sure. You know, and this does like give you, if that's your thing, man, this gives you that out. This, this gives you the way to get into that. And it's not always hunting season, right? Right. Um, and that's some people's favorite times of the year you know is when november rolls around right so oh yeah especially around about. here dude exactly around here around is here november. it's what gets some of the people f through the winter around here is football and hunting yeah. i mean that's just the way it is yeah so the next one that we're gonna try in a second is the honey bear dude it's the honey weiss and the berry weiss what's that gonna do i'm man I don't know, but I'm actually going to have to go grab another Berry Weiss because I think I drank a little bit too much of the Berry Weiss, <laughs> like just sampling it. So, Hey, man, you do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and so I, I'm actually really impressed that you tried this on both because I, the first couple of messages, you know, again, after I feel like it's, we never go in depth and maybe that's because we know we're going to record, but you were just like, you know, uh, there's just not really anything to drive you to keep going. And I could see that, and I still think that isn't one of the hiccups, but it's I mean, online, yeah. it's multiplayer, it's obviously multi-platform. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe that's it. Maybe if you get farther, maybe some of that's eliminated. I don't know with like the trophy things. So that was where I was. my head was going. Like, if you are looking for the perfect trophy animal, then that's where maybe the drive comes in. But to me, for me personally, I don't have that drive. Like, for me... If I was to ever get into hunting, hunting is a different thing. Hunting's for food. Like I that's, agree. That's exactly where my head goes. The same way I, of you fishing. I am right. a fisherman. Like I do go fishing. Like in the summer, you will not catch me on the weekends anywhere but out fishing. So that's just that's just what I do. And it's the same way I would probably view hunting in that I'm not necessarily I mean, would it be cool to get the best buck? Sure. Would it just be better to get something that is able to feed you? Like, I'm being a hundred percent honest. I don't like window shopping, and I, I've <laughs> never understood trophy hunting. And I'm not. That's not a dig on anybody. It's some people love it. That's great. Yeah. Um. I just can't fat. I mean, and most of the people that do trophy hunts, they still eat the meat that they can. You know, like most. For sure. You know, they'll still get it processed or whatever. 
You know, Shea, Shea got a deer this year. Yeah. And you would not believe how excited he is to help feed the family with that deer. Right. Um, you know, I don't go hunting, but his grandpa still does. And his grandpa wanted to take him hunting and he did. And he loved it. And, he, and like I said, he was excited. And I told him, I said, look, you're going to grow up and have to view this how you want to. I said, but the way I view it is if you're going to go hunting, you should be keeping that meat and you doing something with it. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, so you and I have the same thoughts. I do feel the same way about fishing. I don't really like to throw them back. If I can keep them and eat them, I'm going to do it. Yep. It's the same way I feel. Like if I, if I, if I pulled it and it's something, even if it's something that I don't, I wasn't out aiming to fish for. Like if I'm out fishing for trout and I happen to pull crappy, like I'm probably going to take it because one, they're overpopulated. They're, and they're delicious. And they're not bad if you know how to fry them. So yeah, well, they're better than bass if you know how to fry. I mean, they're easier to cook. Than they are than bass, but you can still fry all of it. It's good. You just gotta know what you're doing for sure. Yeah, and so you know that was I know that was a great pretty early. You know, there's not like a huge objective to it, um, but I feel like like I said, I that's I felt that way at first too. So Bailey played, then I had a night where I played, um, not for a really long time, and then here then like well, I think it was last night I played for like two or three hours, mm-hmm. and I just really kind of got lost in the scenery. Like I said, they kill it with the graphics. Uh, yeah, n- there's no music that I noticed or anything that stood out to me. No, no, so nothing that stood out. You're just out being a hunter. The the one big drawback that I did I did have is the fact that everything is wrapped up into a DLC that's purchasable. It's like, I mean, I get that we got this for free on Game Pass, and so having only, having a limitation is okay. Um, but if you were to buy the full game, I would expect all of those maps to be 100% free. Right. Um, and I did want to check out like Africa. I thought that would have been cool. I did try and I was like, I'm not going to go buy that. I didn't. I wanted to check out where I'm from. I wanted to go to the Rocky Mountains. They had one in the Rocky Mountains. I did see that. Yeah. I wanted to go there and I couldn't because it was tied into DLC. I don't care about anywhere else in the world, but if I can go hunt in Montana or Colorado or Wyoming in the mountains where I'm from, like that's where I want to go. See, I was wondering what was like South. There was one, I don't think it was quite South America. I think it was like, like Mexico, like South, you know, lower parts of the States. And I just went, and this is just me not understanding like what they hunt down there. I know there, I know there's boar everywhere. I know in Texas, that's like, they're overpopulated with wild boar. (laughs) Right. They'll like they'll like pay you to come take those things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and again, it comes back to how you cook. You know, this was supposed to, you know, the, this podcast was supposed to have a lot more food in, worked into it back in the day. And that is one thing like you can cook those wild boar if you if you smoke them, you can get the kind of the wild taste out of that stuff. You can For cook sure. that right. But yeah. I- anyway, I was like deterred from that. I was like I would not go like, cuz all I think of is like the little desert cats. And like lizards and stuff. I'm like, what's going to be down there? Like some, you know, some small cat. Like, I'm not going to hunt that. Like, I don't want to do that. I'm sure I'm completely wrong. You know, like, right. I should have checked the list. But I, like I said, my main focus, even because trying to figure out what reserve you can go to when you first make your guy, because it's kind of, it was a little frustrating when you first make them because they don't say that. You just go to click on it, it's like, can't go here. Can't go there. DLC. Yeah, don't own DLC. And I went, okay. And so the, the first next. time was a big deal. <laughs> Right. I click on the next same thing. I'm like, okay, now I'm just getting frustrated. So f- thankfully the one that I clicked on did have bear. I was going to probably snap. Yeah. <laughs> so and you it was weird going to the, the what Lawton Lake, uh, uh, Lake Belmont or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. it's a lot in Lake reserve, uh, yep. Lake Belmont. Yeah. So it's the same one. Uh, it's like the general starting area. 
And uh, so you a- saw, see, how did you get a moose out of that? I saw one. There was and like I said, I about tons. pooped my pants. <laughs> I saw one. Oh. He walked around. I about pooped my pants, and I tried to toggle through the stupid things because like, I'm shooting this thing, and I never. It probably would have. I would have never found it anyway. You did know, the you thing ever, of the size of an elephant, I'd have never found it. Did you ever get charged by an animal? Mm-mm. I got but, charged by both a bear and a moose. Dude, I was going to ask. I crept if that up was, on him. Yes, that is hilarious because I was wondering because I okay in real life. I don't care if you have a gun or not. You can't just go running around bears all day and then not do something about it if they think you're a threat. Yes. So it's really funny you say that because I would I, be chasing a bear that I shot, right? Which was funny uh-huh. when I even would find him because sometimes I would it would be like it would do the warning sign. This is what happened one of the times. And it's like bear warning sign, warning call. And it's like giving you an idea that they're like they know you're in their you're their area and they're right. not cool with it. Like I'm assuming yeah. that's what they mean. Yeah. So I like start, you know, I don't use the binoculars because they don't work to toggle through 15 things slowly, yeah. which might be somewhat realistic, I guess, if you really want to go into the real simulation I mean, I guess thing. you know, like put your gun up. Right. And, but hold I on. So I pull the scope up, right? I see this bear with his back. He's like kind of almost fully with his back to me. But he's leaned back up against a tree like Yogi Bear and shit, just like chilling, <laughs> like not even, you know, like like he's using it as a back scratcher, like as a backrest, like like it's his recliner. And so I had to like kind of strafe up the hill and like shoot downward at him. I'm going to tell you right now, I never found him after I shot him, which pisses me off because the freaking blood trail did like a breast cancer awareness symbol thing, like did this huge <laughs> loop back. I was like, this is so stupid. I can't find this thing, but whatever. Yeah. No. So one time. Uh, so I was trying to really find a bear. Like I, I really did want to, to try that, but I was trying to get a good clean shot on one. So I was trying to get a, a front or a real side shot where I could at least take a lung. Um, but I was really trying to get a front shot so I could just have a clean, see if I could get, manage a clean heart shot. Um, and, uh, there was one, I tracked him for apparently too long. Because at some point he said, nah, fuck you. I'm going to hit you. And he turned around. Yeah. He like, I I kept tracking him and I tracked him up over the top of a hill. And apparently he must've just been sitting there waiting for me. Cause as I came up over the top of the hill, I was in some bushes. I couldn't see him. And he kept giving like the warning call. And so I would stop and wait a little while. And then. I was in the bushes, so I couldn't really see where he was at. I could just tell what general direction. So I started edging forward again. And next thing I know, I hear with him like running back my direction. And then I see him swipe at me and half my health's gone. Yeah. I didn't even know you had a health pool. Like that's what I'm saying. I never even health bar. Yeah. I never even saw that because I never got hurt. I just noticed (laughs) I paid attention to like the cardio thing, like, you know, the heart rate, like when you go to, you know, scope and stuff, but I have literally, I'm this story excites me because I was wondering the whole time, like, okay, can you get attacked? Because you can't just be running around all these freaking bears all day. Like it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Even like, I think a a buck would get pissed off, you know, or a moose, like, Ain't gonna just be walking around them all day. That's hilarious, dude. If you can do something wrong, I'm probably gonna figure out how to do it wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, all right. Hey, speaking of wrong, I want to do something right. Let's break into the honey bear. All right. Well, man, that's got two of the top ones, right? That we've had so far in it. Barry Weiss and Honey Weiss. And I'm breaking into my first order rule of the galaxy right here. <laughs> 
So both of those are gone for me. I will have to get out, which I have them. I brought mine in. Like I told you, the cooler that's got my box trapped in it. So that looks like a strawberry blonde. Yeah. No. Like, do you remember when we went up to, what was it, Lucky Bucket Brewery? Mm-hmm. And we tried that strawberry blonde. That's exactly what this looks like. Yep. And that does taste pretty darn good. Yeah, not bad. Very light. This would be like a good summer mix. Yeah, it would. Which it's like winter themed kind of, but well, I feel like so that. not all of them were winter themed, right? Because the uh, the flying honey bumblebee, bears, yeah, and, and the honey, honey bears bear. not technically, yeah, bear is just a bear. We just, I think, I just always associate because they're you know big and furry and hibernate. I just think <laughs> time. But yeah, that one is pretty light and refreshing. Uh, that's a really good mix, man. I agree. No, that one is good. And so you know, storyline. There's not. I mean, it's not that there's none. There is some, and the guy's kind of leading you along some different stuff. So you find, oh, like I said, I didn't find until probably the last hour I was playing that I find that deal where you can fast travel to the other resorts or whatever. Yeah, the other outposts. Yeah, the other so, outposts. So did you ever come across Hope and uh, Hope's Camp? No. So there's a hunter there uh, named Hope. Um, if you play long enough, I think. Or... If um, maybe you just come across it or come across a note that he's left, there's a guy out there. I can't remember his first name. I think it's maybe John, but last name Hope uh, Camp. His, he's got a, a bunch of camps. He's a survivalist. And so um, you get tied up into a storyline with him and trying to help him uh, with some stuff. And like, uh, so that's like one of the main quest lines is just interacting with him and he'll send you out, send you out on some tasks like, okay, I want you to, um, I think one of them is I want you to, uh, shoot a, a buck at night, like a, a, or a, yeah, a blacktail buck at night. So you have to like specifically do some night hunting for a specific animal. And then, um, as you go further along, he like, he has people that have, uh, or he has something that is broken into his his camps, and so you get you have to go figure out what's broken into his camps. You find out that it's bears and stuff like that, and then I think it, it ties you along further because then it starts going into like wildlife management and that whole concept. So that is actually kind of interesting. That's one thing that actually did bring it back up for me, like the whole thought of that and seeing if that actually does play out and kind of introduce you introduce players who are not familiar with the concepts of hunting and um animal preserves like what it takes to do uh just just the basic management of wildlife and the fact of that hunters are so involved with all of that like this is what it, it tied into is because the black bear that you find out that black bear are like endangering are, are, are causing the, the po uh, the population of the deer in the area to go down. And that's what the, the guy hope survives on most. Of the, that's where he makes his, most of his bread and butter and most of his food comes from the deer in the area. So it's, it's one of those things, but conservationalists, like, like if you don't understand those concepts, this, it seems like it's going to start introducing you to that. Uh, as far Which as that's actually really cool. Right. And that's what I was saying. That's, that's one thing that kind of started to bring it back up for me is if they're going to teach you about how to be a conservationist uh, or how to be 
a conservationist, then that's 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 cool. That's good. That's good for everybody to know, like what it does take to to manage our like because in the U.S. we have such a wealth of wild lands that can be done like this, but have to be managed, and why you would want to manage it. Yeah, which is yeah, it's just super cool. Um, <laughs> so. You know, I just was looking at the name of the next one that we're going to try, which is the Wisconsin polar bear, mm-hmm. which is funny because Line of Googles is from Wisconsin. For sure. That's definitely yeah. where they got that. Yeah, right? that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's and trying, they, the, it's, it starts off with the one that we, that I wanted to try. I think you wanted to yeah. try that, that Snowdrift Vanilla Porter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plus the berry Porter, ones. come on, baby. Porter, come on, baby. Of course I'm involved. <laughs> I'm all about those. <laughs> Plus, you get you some of uh, that berry weiss in there, so you know, yeah, it's gonna be pretty tasty. Dark lager, yeah, okay. So that's and then the next ones, yeah. So that's what we have left is porters and both. Okay, cool. Yep, uh, I picked the right way to end on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we could get out heavy. of the freaking IPA podcast. You know, <laughs> uh, here we go. No, we're gonna look for a lager. Hopefully, some people like send in some messages and say, "Hey, like this lager is really good," and we're able to find it. I don't even care. At this point, I would order it as long, you know what I mean? Like, that <laughs> would be fine with that if someone was like, hey, this one's super good. Yeah. And I think, so obviously we have our next times picked, but the one after that, we do need a good lager for that. For sure. We need to try some, something like that, you know. Um, and I didn't, it's funny too, because, you know, Lion Kugels is distributed by uh, St. Joe Beverage and like Miller where I'm at. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I don't know as much about them, and but I've always enjoyed their products. Like the summer sure. shandy was super good. So yep. I'm glad that we got we you picked Lion and Cool, so we'd have something different to try. Yeah, their grapefruit shandy is one of my favorites uh, for the Dude, summer. Dude, I can never know? find that around where we're at. You brought it down that one time, and I was like, I think I gave you shit because like this is like Christmas in my mouth. Like, <laughs> like what is yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. Did you I mean, could those kind of drinks, man? They just borderline that whole like. You know, uh, refreshing drink and alcohol. Like, is this a beer or is this just something refreshing because it's like super hot outside? Right. Which I've got to be honest with you. They kind of kill it with the, they know what they're doing with these berry flavors, like the berry Weiss and stuff. For sure. Uh, That one, they, I think by itself, they knocked that one out of the park. That one's one's really damn good by itself. I was kind of thinking the same thing. Let alone mix it up with some other things and kind of get those, a bit of that berry flavor. But that one's got a really, really strong berry flavor to it. Like, stronger than any other, I think, berry-type thing I've had before. Like, I, you know, it's just... Yeah, no, that's a very... Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong, which I just sounded super Midwestern. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, ope. <laughs> you know, that's what was coming out of my mouth. Ope. Uh, so, did you... So, you mentioned night hunting. Did you actually get to go night hunting? For sure. I did all... I never uh, did. Okay, so... I I definitely played the game a lot more than you did, um, because like you don't go to sl- like you don't go to sleep. You just stay awake. That's the I other, went like, to sleep. I went to the thing you, and paid to sleep. So that is yeah. So that's one thing they try to discourage you from from paying to rest because it, every time you rest, that the amount you pay increases. Right. So they don't want you to go to sleep frequently. They don't want you to. They want you to hunt. They want you to hunt in the night, too. Okay, like, hold on. Because I got to explain why I did this. Because I think it'll make more sense to you, and I think you're going to realize. Remember how you took that jab at me last episode about the lights burned out on my TV? <laughs> Do you remember that little 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 jab? Okay. Yeah. So 
I had a glare coming in the window <laughs> on top of those two bulbs that are kind of darker right there. Yeah. And I don't know if I had too much caffeine, if like, I don't know what it was, but I was like getting, I, I was getting like throw the switch controller scully irritable for a minute, <laughs> but I couldn't effing see like what I was doing yeah. because the way the glare was falling, like I, I, was, I was getting so mad. I was like, Man, forget this because it the way that the sun was setting, it was like becoming nighttime, but it wasn't nighttime yet. Like, you know, it was just on that precipice of becoming too dark to to really do much. And right. I went, so I knew I'd found that cabin already, which you can get four wheelers at, by the way. Awesome. Uh, oh, I'd never it, even, I didn't you know. You didn't that. do that? No. You can call a four wheeler, bro. It's super yeah. cool. Yeah. Because yeah. walking, like, you, Dude, it's you don't like, have to walk everywhere. There's a it's like fucking but- Arthur Morgan eating a bowl of goddamn chili <laughs> the whole goddamn time. Like, yeah, just and, rolling along. Yeah, nope. You don't have to do that. You, which is funny you said Arthur Morgan. I just saw a clip on I don't know Facebook or something of someone's like or a TikTok or something where they're like, my kids when I tell them to go grab something, it shows Arthur Morgan walking through like seventy <laughs> states like of the game, you know, like. <laughs> slowly like oh good god yeah uh but yeah no you can get a four with that thing and i said i knew you could sleep up there so i was like getting some i was like i can't do this right i'm just gonna go sleep till morning time so maybe i can actually see on my screen what the hell i'm doing yeah i i did use the sleep function once and just because i didn't have anything that i wanted to hunt at night and night hunting sucks did you get a rabbit i did get a rabbit yeah did you shoot it with uh i actually shot it with a shotgun Really? Yeah. Is that what you're supposed to do? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I used the handgun, bro. Did you? Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're supposed to use the the shotgun with the and- proper shot, like the proper rounds, though. Like there's the, it's, you don't get buckshot like immediately. Yeah, it's probably the four ball. It's the four, it's probably not the the pellets it's probably the four balls right probably. and i i want to say those things were rated for animals but, so like they give every animal a classification and uh like so deer were classified somewhere between like 2 and 6 and then like moose were classified between 6 and 8 and bear were like 8 and 10 you know um and you had to choose the proper ammo to shoot whatever animal you were after that was kind of interesting and cool. Uh, and it yeah. actually helped me understand because having never hunted before, I wouldn't know exactly what to pick to shoot what. Um, so what you, whatever you start off with, I think, in the shotgun is rated for two to four, which I believe is probably over the rabbit. So it's probably overkill for the rabbit, but it worked. I think huh. the rabbit's one, but it worked. I'll tell you this. I, <laughs> so I shot the rat with a handgun and it did drop. I didn't hit the chase. It's little body around. Thank God. Cause I wouldn't have found it either. I also drew on a, uh, like a goose or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, I think that's what it was. Or like some kind of, it was a bird, but it was, I didn't shoot no bald eagles guys. Okay. Like I'm not that crazy, <laughs> like, but something flew overhead. And I told ba- I actually was so proud of myself. I told Bailey about this. Okay. I drew on this thing fully scoped. Not believing a fucking shot in hell I was going to hit this thing because I just shot a, a doe and this thing flew up and I went, man, and I was already having trouble finding creatures like after I shot them. I mean, uh-huh. fuck this. And I pulled up and just scoped <laughs> and I'm not even kidding you. It was like an overwatch split second like bot moment. I let it just like, I mean, I had just a split second to like get my, to to pull ahead of it with the scope. 
and pulled the trigger and the thing nosedived next to me. Nice. <laughs> I was like, never in a million years, like how quickly I drew on that thing. But like the the handgun, I was going with that story was, and I just remembered the bird story, was after like losing six dough and just like getting so, I want to say I was mad as much as I was like, this is just getting ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I tell you what. And this is where that we go back to the whole theme of this thing about the stupid toggling on Xbox between <laughs> items. Because I, I told myself, I'm going to scope shoot this thing because you can call them out. So I got to where I was like calling them out right in front of me. I'm going to uh-huh. scope shoot this thing. And then I'm just going to pull my handgun out and start shooting until it drops. <laughs> <laughs> it, which is for anybody that's never hunted, that is not how you hunt. Let me make that very clear. Like I'm not, um, I know where to shoot deer at. Because I do know that much. Like, I have my hunter safety course thing. I did that when I was, like, 14. That was, like, the first year I ever went hunting. And, like, so I like, I was taught. Like, I know where to shoot and stuff. But you said, like, the caliber thing. I don't know what caliber's best. Right. You know, like, I don't. I couldn't tell you the exact caliber to use on what animal. You know, hey, get a 50 cal. The hell, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just shoot it in the head. I'll take the meat. I don't really care anyway. But, no. So, <laughs> after that, I was like. <laughs> I was like, no, screw it. I'm just going to rifle shoot this thing. I'm going to hurry up and try to toggle, which is a funny statement in itself. I'm going to hurry up and try to toggle to the handgun and just start shooting. Never was I ever able to do that. <laughs> they would get around brush before you could ever think about toggling <laughs> to that handgun. That might be where PC excels ahead. If you want a gangster hunt, you could just like <laughs> right, just start blasting with the handgun. See what happens. Nice. Yeah, I didn't even think to try that. I did after I lost so many animals in the woods, which made me feel bad. It's a digital, you know, it's not real. It's an animate, an animate digital world. And I'm like getting concerned because I can't find these corpses of animals I'm shooting. <laughs> I'm like, I'm wasting all of this. Yeah. All right. All right. You ready for the next one? Yes, I am right. because it's got that snowdrift porter in it. All right. So last of the Barry Weiss. Oh, see, I'm out of the Barry Weiss. I, I, I split it up. I had a little bit left. I, sp- I just went ahead and split it between the last yeah, one. Yeah, see, one. I did a more of a half and half mix or half of the bottle, I guess I should say. Yeah, I I probably should have done that. That was probably the way to go with all of this, but uh, definitely not one that, not on uh, a single podcast. I don't think we could have done all five of these mixes half and half. Oh, yeah, we can. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to say that I'm going to take a picture and probably because, you know, I do that sometimes. With all these empty line and Google bottles and glasses, yeah. I'm going to take a picture of our little setup there because I'm I'm getting a build up here, like the Infinity Gauntlet's getting a workout. <laughs> so that's decent. Did you try it? Oh man, is that caramel in that? What is that? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the vanilla I'm tasting. Yeah, I was going to say that's the vanilla, man. That's really good, dude. I just kind of want to drink that one by itself. I know. Surprisingly, not as dark as I was thinking it was going to be. Like even yeah. after well, after mixing it, like it's yeah, it's just that dark auburn color when you hold uh-huh. it up to the light. Yeah, it's like maybe a hair darker than the uh, dark lager, but not mm. not not much. I have to say the Wisconsin polar bear is kind of killing it for me. Huh? Yeah, and it is aptly named since we have entered this extremely cold week lately. Like I don't know if you noticed we had that one day that kind of warmed up. And it's all the wind chill, but I do think it's very well that we are going to end on dark and snowy. And I'm not even saying necessarily that it's about dark or that it's snowing, 
but it just fits this theme that has been so cold outside. <laughs> like uh, it's not been that bad. It's <laughs> not on, bad if you're running today. Rob, about to say it's not bad <laughs> if you're running in it, but to just walk outside <laughs> with that wind blowing, I'm like, holy buckets, dude! It is super cold. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it was definitely cold. People were out there like honking at me, giving me respect. So I usually don't get that, like, except for when it's, oh, dude, that guy's out there. It's fucking cold, <laughs> dude. I get told I'm an idiot by everybody. Remember that I was telling you about that, like. La- it was like, what you, you, why do you got to run? It's negative 10 outside. And I'm like, well, because that's not an excuse. Like, I still need to go do it. Like, right. Yeah. That's how champions are bored. Yeah. It's not the thought process, but mostly like, I don't like making excuses. And no. I'm a stubborn, I'm a stubborn Polak, as they would say. So, <laughs> you know, that's just the way it is. And every time I, you don't get respect on him. He was like, look at that idiot out there. I don't think anybody's ever given me respect for going and running <laughs> with negative 10. They're just like, that guy's dumb. Like, he probably has issues. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, mean, I just, it's good. It's healthy. It's good for you. Yeah. It makes every day that's like 10 degrees warmer than that seems so much easier. Dude, that's the one thing I do like is like coming out of the winter after running last year through the winter time and then coming out of the winter. Like it just felt so nice. Like being able to just basically wear shorts and a t shirt at like 50 degrees because I ran through all of that cold ass winter where See, it was hitting negatives. I'm like, and it's the same thing. This with is that. normal now. I noticed that more with the heat. Once you run in 103 degree weather, yeah, it could be 85. He was like, "It's so hot." And you're like, yeah, it's not that bad. It's like great out here. It's what I tell people all throughout the summer. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's not even that hot. I'm like, I run in hotter than this. Dude, we had the same thing happen. We went to Cozumel. You stepped outside of your bungalow. It was 155 degrees at 7 a.m. <laughs> and we did that for a week. And we came home and it was June, what, June? Yeah, it was like June. And we didn't turn our AC on until like halfway through July or like the first week of July or the last, like the fir- the end of the first week of July. And we were all made jokes like our kids probably hate us. But we'd gotten so accustomed to it. Like we were like, it's not that bad. Just open the windows, turn the fan on. Like it's not that bad. Right. Yeah, everybody was like, you're torturing those kids. Like turn <laughs> your AC on. It is 97 degrees at nine o'clock at night. Turn your AC on. We're like, it's fine. There's a fan and the windows open. Like, it's fine. So that I, I do better with the heat difference, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Cold doesn't bother me anyway, but I don't notice it like from, to me, negative 10 and 30 or 40. There's not, to, I personally don't notice a huge difference. Right. But uh, I think it goes back to my childhood where I just, the reason I like to run when it's cold, and this is like so ridiculous, I just think of like Rocky (laughs) going and training in Russia or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, no, he did it. I can do it. Like, that's exactly where my mind goes every time. Props to Sylvester Stallone. You know, much love. Don't sue us. (laughs) I mean, my stuff comes from the, from being a kid too, but growing up in Montana, like I I grew up in Montana, walking outside at 20 degrees and shorts and a t-shirt was like life, you know? That yeah. you just lived in Montana. It wasn't going to get warmer than that. So <laughs> when I came I here, that. everybody saw me. I was like crazy because I'm walking around. It's like 40 degrees and I barely have I'm like flip flops. I'm like, dude, this is summertime. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> what you adapt to. Could you imagine the people that just like live all year long in Alaska? And they're like, yeah, guys, it's like it's T-shirt short weather. Like exactly. <laughs> it's not that I, I can't stand that cold anymore. That that level of cold. But I for sure could have when I was younger. But. I don't know. All right, it's man. Weird. Well, before we break into the dark and snowy, which is actually, I didn't even think about this. 
We haven't mentioned our next game, but that's even really fitting for like our next game title. It is. Dark and snowy. Um, well, but before we get that far. Really fitting for the next game title. Especially yeah. where, like, oh man, that is super. Yeah. But that's not what we're drinking next time. We're going to drink that this time. I know. So, enjoyability. Um, like I said, there was kind of a, a roller coaster for me. Um, there was a few frustrations, but like I think they're they were in a good way. Um, I think I would have easily got bored if there if it was easier to track down the animals. Yeah, I think that was kind of the challenge of it. You know, like you said, learning how what better guns to get, having some reason to try to get better guns, uh, level up your character so you track easier and stuff like that. Like I think that was all needed. Uh, you know, like I said, so really my only complaint because it's not graphics, it's not gameplay really my only complaint is that they could have had more of an incentive to move forward yeah to do you know to keep going more more motivation right and i think if they wouldn't have tied like the dlcs to money grab like i say that they're they're trying to get money like they're trying to to get money for what they've put the effort they've put into making the game i get that that's not that's not the that's not the knock Unless the unless they really did only release the game with two reserves and then are making you buy DLCs for like three bucks a pop, because then that you can just go straight after yourself. Yeah, if you spent fifty, sixty bucks on this game for two reserves and then like, hey, right, another thirty dollars, you can have the rest of the ninety percent of the game. <laughs> like, exactly, kind of like, messed up. Yeah, yeah I get that. no, I'm completely yeah, not on that. But if they would have d- found a way to not make or to make your progression in each reserve a little bit faster like your hunter's progression in each reserve a little bit faster but then it's only locked to that reserve so then when you move to another reserve okay you have to re-unlock guns or certain guns or certain things you have to do certain tasks to to get kind of things open back up for that particular reserve that would have been another way to go about it. I think would have been a little bit more engaging because right now, as it is, you you spend a lot of time trying to go through progress that it, it just, there's not, you don't get a whole lot of anywhere unless you just spend hours and hours and hours playing the game and shooting animals. And yeah, I mean, there's some bit of it, but it's pretty one-dimensional. I think, like you said, it's it's for a certain it's a certain cup of tea. Yeah, I mean, uh, the graphics though were a- absolutely outstanding. Even on my PC, they were absolutely outstanding. Oh, I bet they were too on there. Yeah, I mean, because it was, I thought on I thought on the Xbox, I was like, like I said I snapped it to my baby Quinn because I was like, dude, like check this out. Like I think you'd love this game, right? Because it just looks beautiful and that he likes hunting. So yeah, I mean, when I played on the Xbox, I thought the same thing. It, it looked really good there, and then when I came to the PC, it was it was even better to see it there, see it here. So, you know, I, I got to give major props for doing that, pulling out what they did with a hunting game, making it look that good and that immersive. That's that's huge. I mean, if you're gonna try to draw a segment of the population into a, a thing, that's one way to go about it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't agree more. And so, uh, you know, with that being said, I feel like we could probably wrap this baby up a little bit. Let's get the dark and snowy poured. All right. And while after we pour that, man, I want you to go ahead and give me your rating and why, if you would, good sir. All right. So let me get this poured here. Then we'll talk about that. So this one is with the dark and snowy. It is the dark lager and the snowdrift vanilla porter. Yes. 
So this is going to look all sorts of dark, which is perfect. I could see me liking this one the best, actually. To be uh, honest with you, like I think this might be my favorite without even... I don't even know yet. I mean, just based on what you're putting in here, that would that would probably be what I would say as well. I feel like we should have those fancy little stirring sticks. <laughs> you know, little cute stirring sticks. So now that looks like a porter. Oh, look at that cool little glass you got there. Yeah, I didn't have just uh, five of the straight up pints, so I had to pull out the... <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, okay. Bit. Be fancy. Put that f- pinky finger up, would you? There. <laughs> perfect. Yes, perfect. Oh, good sir. I like your stout there. You got sir. That's perfect. Now you nailed it. I like that. That's actually really good. Yeah, I feel like I've said that about every one of these. I'm the rating so. It's like a fine pattern. There is not a lot of spread on mine, man. Uh, I'm. They're all I'm right with you here. Yeah. I'll be anxious to see which one you're saying is the best. Because they're so close, I, it really makes me kind of wonder. Yeah, this one actually falls somewhere where I wouldn't th- have thought it was going to fall. Uh, and something, yeah, this is, we're, yeah, this is interesting. I, I kind of expected one or two of these to be good. And then, and, and, and mostly I say that like off of our profile. I yeah. think for most people, I expected one of these to be good. Yeah. The rest, like, eh. But that is not what has come true at all. Like, the light shine on this, it is not at all. Like, they're all really good mixes. They are, definitely. Props to Line and Kugel. I'm going to say that now before we sit these ratings out. For sure. Doing it, right. doing it right in Wisconsin. Yeah. So, we got the final beer poured, and we're about to wrap this thing up. Yeah? Yeah. Give me your game score, sir. Let's see what you got. You're so going to lead it. Let's dive into this game. Um. All right, so just because the game is pretty one-dimensional, uh, I had a lot of really hard time getting into the game at first. I did put quite a few hours into the game. I want to say at minimum 10 to 15. Okay, you did more. pass me then, yeah. I think I had about six. I was going to say, I, I put quite a bit of time into it. I went to two different reserves and tried to do some things, like... Um, uh, it's, it's a game that it requires you to have an interest coming in to, 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 you know, you have to be interested in hunting because that's all this game is. Like if you took this game looks better than red dead redemption, but, and it feels, it feels like it could be in that world, but it, it really does feel like it could be in that world. But if on, the only thing you could do is shoot animals. Like I, I hate to interrupt you, but this is exact. You kind of point out exactly kind of the problem. What made hunting fun in Red Dead Redemption was because you couldn't just shoot fifty-five animals, load them right. all up on your horse, and sell them and make money. No, you were. It, it seemed more realistic and seemed more yeah edgy and needed because you could only you could take the meat back to your camp. You could throw it up on your horse. You can make some off the pelts. You, you had a purpose That's, to have a better shot. This game does too, but not the same, like with how you shoot, but it doesn't feel that purposeful like that felt. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel as purposeful for sure. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that if you are a hunting fan, as the 
Well, or you're not, you, even if you're just curious about hunting and you want to get into something as the quest lines open up in each of the reserves and you get more into the conservation side of things, or I'm hoping that the quest lines get more into conservation side of things. And it actually talks to you a little bit about that and tries to introduce some of those concepts to people who may not be all into that because gamers, I mean, I, I wouldn't imagine that there's a huge amount of overlap between the hunting community and the gaming I, community. I, right. Where you're going with this is a really good subject for me too, because like stereotypically, I think you would not assume people that play video games know a whole lot about hunting and maybe even have like a bad image of it. Correct. And, and I, I think would this, like to see that the, maybe the, the image of hunting doesn't have to be all bad. No. And I think if you were to follow some of the storylines, at least the way they were leading me to believe, it leads you to the, the, what, the, what hunting's traditions are meant to be, um, at least as they are today. Um, so, you know, that, that kind of, um, it, it helped to bring the score back up for me because when I was initially playing this game, because I was initially playing this, like, I think Christmas Eve. Yeah. And, dude, I was like, this is going to be the lowest rated game I've ever played. Just because, yeah, it looks great, but if you can't do anything, what does it make any difference? Like, if you're only doing one thing, I, I, I'm just not that person that's going to bash my face into this. Well, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I will bash myself, my face into the same wall over and over and over again, but it's got to be a wall yeah, that you I really will. love. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I could name like five games right now. <laughs> or two easily. Blizzard but, that only puts those out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Tyler. Oh, so, you dirty dog. <laughs> um, for me, this one, um, I didn't write down a number, and I'm still going between two numbers. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it the number I think it, it, it should have had. Uh, for me, and not the number I feel like. I, I want to be generous, but I don't, uh, I want to be true uh, to myself. And for me, this game is not something that I can play all the time. This is not something I'm going to sink a ton of more hours into. This is a game I'm going to be happy to give up. So I got to leave this at a 4.7. This is. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it looks great. It, it, I mean, it looks fantastic. There's just not much to it. That's the unfortunate side of it. Like, there's not really anything to do. It's It takes up so much space. I'm immediately going to go delete this off of both my Xbox and my PC that after we it is It is a a gig drop, for sure. Like, 82, right? It's it, 80 plus. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's, not, a, it's yeah. not small. So, for wow, that, okay. that amount of space and the limitations that it has and me not being... Like, even if I was a hunter, I couldn't see myself just sitting down and playing a hunting game. Like, I got to have more things to do. Like, I want some shit to do, you know? And this just yeah, didn't maybe. have shit to do. I don't like, know. I'd like to, I'd like to show my neighbor this game. And if I, if I know he gets up early for work mm -hmm. and I snapped before I sent it to Quentin, I was actually going to send it to him as well. And I didn't. Cause like I said, I can know he plays a few simulator games and he's not a big gamer, but he plays some. Mm -hmm. I could see him sitting down and playing this game. It's not that I couldn't see certain people playing this game. I'm saying for me, it's a 4.7. Like right. for for somebody who who is interested and active and involved in hunting, who also plays some games, 
this is going to be a jam. Like, this is going to be a game that you could probably sink some time in. Man, this is like our biggest difference. And I almost, I never feel this way. I almost want to argue with you a little bit. Like, argue it because I, like, ah, it's, you don't have to, um, it may not be the most captivating to you, but with what it offers and the, the cost that we paid, like, I, it, you're right. It does take up a lot of memory. I, that is a dig because you can't do anything about you that. You get if you've got two reserves. That's it. Yeah. For 82 that's gig. Other, <laughs> that's my other. You got 82 gigs and two reserves. But how many animals did you hunt on that? Because I, I came across rabbits, coyotes, moose, bear, doe, buck. I know that's the same animal, just different gender. Yeah. But, whitetail, blacktail. Right. Right. So I came across several and it was a pretty vast area. It wasn't a small area. Right. I mean, no, it's huge. And I actually kind of wondered, I was kind of wondering if this game offered fishing. I was really curious about that. Now, if they were to start to offer some things like that, I might get more interested in it. But also if I had like a a limit where I had to pack the animal out or back to a base camp, there might be more challenge to it that provided more that grabbed me to it. That's what I'm saying. This game just doesn't have shit. You walk up to the animal's carcass and say, fucking harvest, harvest. That's it. You click a button. I think I'm not having to pack that animal out. I think there's a lot. I don't. I don't. But I, I think feel it's like huge. it's huge. I think, I think it's, it's filler. Hu- right. I think it's huge. I just don't think there's much to it. I think okay, it's expansive. Well. As, the, okay. as the name of the co- developer says, I think it's a very expansive world. <laughs> it's just not a whole lot in that. Like, there's not hey, a whole lot to do in that. It's all right, man. It's all right. I, I'll tell you this. Okay. So before we move on to the beer and I read a little bit about Line and Kugels that we pulled up, uh, because I do, Line and Kugels deserve some props. For sure. This Brewology Pack's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I also, again, disagreeing with you a little bit, I think this game deserves some props. I think hunting is a challenging thing to make interesting anyway, if you're keeping it true to the nature of what hunting is. Yes, they could have added more objectives that were realistic, and that's fine. I don't. I I agreed with you on that. That's for sure. But with the graphics and what this game felt like once you kind of got into it, um, it is a little hollow. But I had this thing at a seven point one, and I be, because here's why: if I, I without even going back and looking at some of our game ratings. There have been games I would have never played. Ag- I will never play again. And there's games with it, like I've not like we didn't review, but I've looked at. There's a couple I even like talked to you about reviewing or like put on my list. There were like phone games, and I went, "Ooh, yeah, no, those are not going to happen." Yeah, not going to happen. So, this game is worthy of somebody's time, even if it's not your time. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's not worthy of somebody's time. I'm not, I don't disagree with you. I feel I like there's my a, time. a pool of energy put into this game and it can be a lot of fun. I think maybe if we played it longer and I think playing with somebody or unlocking more. Now, granted, it takes a dig if you have to spend so much money on downloadable content. Neither one of us are fans of that. No. But right. I think this game actually offers quite a bit and tries to keep it as true and realistic as it can. Hey, it's sure. okay. I, <laughs> it's I okay. Mean, you don't yes. you don't agree. That is fine. I don't. But I'm I don't, going with a seven point one. I don't disagree. I just don't think it's up there with something like Empire Sin because that's seven point one as well. Oh, I feel like this game only it, different variables, but I would play this game just as much as Empire Sin. And the only reason why is it's so much easier to jump into this game. Empire Sin, if you walk away for three days, here's here's a kicker. Everything I've done. Here's a kicker. 
Raji yeah. is two tenths of a point higher than this. Yeah. I don't believe so. You think it was worse or better? Raji was way better than this. Right. So Raji to me is, what did I rate it? 7.3? 7.3. Yeah. That makes sense to me. There wasn't a lot going on there either. The combat style, I mean, we're going to go back to this. The combat style was kind of lukewarm. You really could just smash buttons. 100%. But what, what the, the only thing that made Raji 7.1, because that terrible view that was zoomed way out, was super annoying. But what made Raji a 7.3 over this 7.1 is where this game lacked, which was storyline, Raji 1. Where Raji lacked in with graphics and like maneuverability and like scope and perspective, this game got it. Storyline, to me, always wins out. And that kind of proves it, too, because I think this game potentially is a better game. I think Raji had a complete full storyline, and I love story. I love story over graphics. I love story over gameplay. Um, uh, this is why I'm in the entertainment lust of like, that's why I'm always trying to sell you on TV shows that I fall in love with and then the books that I fall in love with because I'm always a story nut. This game, though, in the areas that I don't care as much about was all tens. Graphics, this was amazing. Cost was amazing, you know. Realisticness, I feel like it got as close as it could without being annoying. I I don't disagree with that. Like it 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 does knock some of those things out of the park. Like it does those things really well. But as far as a full game, it's just not a full game. Well, and <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> like, so that's dude. It it is. Uh, I think it's funny is I knew you were going to be lower than me. I didn't know you were going to be that much lower. That's actually kind of shocking to me. Yeah. What did you say? 4.7? 4. 4.7, 4. 7, yeah. 4.7. It's one of below, the lowest rated games, you, but not dude, below. You put it below the medium line. Yeah. Like, you put it below the middle. Oof. Uh-huh. If this game would have had half the graphics and the same game, I would have understood. But it's just like... There's a lot there. It's beautiful. It is captivating and beautiful regardless. You can just 100%. walk around and not even hunt anything. You can just walk around and look at scenery and go, this is beautiful. If I was out to do some like nature watching, <laughs> like fucking this game has killed it. <laughs> just drink five of these beers and just walk around and look at the scenery on there. No. Worth like, your free download right there. No. Mm. You got to yeah. get more zen, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just tease it. Okay, let's get to the beer then. All right. All right. So I always start these ones off, and I feel like I'm going to just like, no pun intended, I'm going to revolver, shoot these out real quick. I will say this. If my math is correct, from the lowest to the highest is a 0.7 difference. Mine's 0.6. Oh shit! Okay, okay, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's that close. So the lowest on mine is a seven point seven point six is my lowest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My highest is an eight point three. Okay. And instead of giving, I don't. I mean, how do you want to do this? I don't know that I need to give a rating on all of them. I'll well, just, just do it like we did the flight, man. Just do it like we did the flight. Just go down okay. and start at your start at your top and uh, list off what your rating on it was. All right, well, my top, God bless you, Line and Kugels, is the Wisconsin Polar Bear at 8.3. Yeah. Okay. All right. My next second place ties, both at 8.2, 
is the berry black bear and the dark and snowy. Yeah. And I I am a little sad. I wanted to like the dark and snowy a little bit more, but the, how mellow that vanilla Porter with the Barry Weiss was with the Wisconsin polar bear just Uh nudged past it. Gotcha. I think it's a little more drinkable. Just just barely nudged past. Okay. So 8.3 next two were 8.2. Then you drop down to the honey bear 7.8. And then last but not least, well, I guess it is least, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Is the flying bumblebee. Yeah. At 7.6. All right. So we, we are, we're a little bit flipped on this. I think our middle two are flipped. All right. Bring it. Or minor bit spread out uh, a little bit more. So I don't have anything at tide, uh, but I do have a six, uh, a point six difference between mine. Um, so my number one was as well the Wisconsin polar bear. That yeah. that Barry Weiss with that snowy that snowdrift vanilla porter uh, that that was super super drinkable. That Barry Weiss by itself is just amazing, man. Yeah. That I don't see how you couldn't pour that into almost anything and just make it instantly better. Like <laughs> <laughs> melt it in some butter, bask it on some chicken, bake like it. That, you know, yeah, that that thing's great. So that was my number one, of course, at eight eight point Um and then right below that I have actually the honey bear. So I liked that uh honey weiss and then the 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 uh berry a Weiss mixed together. I thought that was super drinkable, even though it's not a wintry type beer. Like I had that at a 7.9. That is that would, that to me was pretty amazing to pull off um, again. But again, I think it was being carried a lot by that uh, Barry Weiss. And now that Barry Weiss is good. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I jump up to, all right. Well, I jumped down a couple points. Uh, 7.7 with the black bear or the berry black bear. So, again, but it's that honey white or it's the berry white, man. It's really just like, our dark. Really, the only difference between you and me so far is the dark and snowy to the honey bear. Yeah. That's and the then, ones we flipped. And then the dark and snowy I have at 7.6. So, just below that. We both agree then the flying bumblebee. The flying bumblebee is the yeah. So we have our t- our top two, our, our top and our bottoms are the same, and then the middles are just kind of flipped around. What was your rating on the flying bumblebee? The flying bumblebee I have at a seven point four. So here's the thing, I always hate that a little bit too because, uh, that flying bumblebee just because it's the bottom of the list, it it's doesn't a, mean it's, it's not good. It's, you look at our beer ratings. This yeah. is for 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 me a seven point six to a seven point four. You look at our list of what we've reviewed so far. That's yeah, that's effing up there. Right. Yeah. You mix those two and put them in a glass in front of me. That's in my top rated beer. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't. I guess what I'm trying to say is, if you take away something from this, go buy this Brewology mix pack because it's a especially if you like crap. If you're a guy that or girl that only drinks Ultra or Bud Light, then I don't really care. You probably don't. This probably isn't for you. Like, I'm not really worried about that. But if you like craft beer, yeah, go buy this Brewology Mix Pack. This is delicious. Yeah. I mean, mix it I'm up. I'm happy you it. found this on your shopping spree. <laughs> that, is, that is the one weird thing. It just came out of that just weird, you know, shopping spree. Spontaneous shopping. Walking, 
Right. Just be happened to walking down the uh, beer aisle, trying to find different Christmas things. And that one just jumps out as like, hey, that could be something. Yeah, that's so. good. I'm glad you did. And so if you don't mind, I'm going to read a little bit from Line and Kugels because I feel like we haven't really given a lot of information on them. I mean, I know they're from Wisconsin. Uh, and so they're, I'm just they're read. not a small brewery, though. I not mean, anymore. that's the other side of it. Not anymore. Right. They're not a small brewery. They're out there. You should be able to find them. They're, and you couldn't go wrong, I don't think, with anything that these guys put out. So, I mean, think about this. If you like a style, they've probably got it. We talked about the correlation of a lot of craft brews that have made it now are all from the 90s. Yeah. Well, you're talking about a brewery. This like is a huge, long, lengthy tradition. Right. You know, this is like kind of the opposite of that. This has been around forever. So I'll read these couple of things real quick. For close to 155 years, we've stayed true to Jacob Leinenkugel's vision for combining the German brewing traditions of his homeland with the innovative spirit of his new home in Wisconsin. Today, you'll find the spirit alive and well inside our wide range of German-inspired beers from Shandy to IPAs, Weiss to Box, Spitzen to Hellas. We've got a beer to flavor any moment. In May, ni- in May 1867, 1867, guys, the Leinenkugel family brewery was founded in Chippewa Falls. So like I said, I brought up a lot of breweries. You got what, Elysian and I mean, uh, Kona. And I don't think you go on, Golden Brewery. A lot of those are all 90s babies. Which, right. You know, is a little bit younger than me, but that's fine. That's that's <laughs> awesome. You know, 90s babies are, can be good too. So 1867, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin by Jacob Lanakugel. He was a family man driven by an iron work ethic, and he knew that this German family heritage would play an integral part of his brewery success. Today, sixth-generation family members, sixth generation, that is awesome, by the way. <laughs> uh, sixth-generation family members are involved in a company helping to bring the same family-inspired recipes that Jacob poured his heart and soul into to consumers across the country. Over the years, our family has grown, and so has our brewery. But our history and heritage remain at the forefront. Take a step back in time and discover our flavorful history. That is awesome. Have we even reviewed a brewery that old yet? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think we've talked about one other that's older, but that's it. Yeah. And even in like the Colorado breweries, those those went back to like the 50s and 60s where one of those started, I think, the the right. Dylan Dam maybe. But yeah, that's 1867 or 18. Yeah, 18, that's crazy. Yeah. I think there's only one other one that we've talked about doing, which I still have the can in for uh, my fridge. I don't know if you've still got it. Yeah, I drank it. I think you I did? might have one. Yeah, you gave me a couple of the Red Lager. Well, there's so uh, there's that one, but there was the the mix, the half the and tan, half, the, the black the t- and tan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I still have that, sir. So, yeah, there's that one from that that brewery, which I think is the only one that might be actually older than that. Yeah. So, and it, I mean, it is actually America's oldest brewery. So, yeah. All righty, guys, we don't have to spoil on that one. You ready to wrap this baby up? Which, hey, we both agreed on the. The freaking Wisconsin polar bear. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it not agree on the game, but we got the beer tied down. (laughs) Yeah. All right, sir. You want to wrap this baby up? For sure. So next time on the monologues, we have another unique mix pack coming at you with the four hands brewing milk stout variety pack, uh, which kind of really looks like it should be called the Girl Scout Cookies Mix Pack because it's got flavors like uh, chocolate mint uh, cookie and caramel coconut cookie. Anyways, it it looks more like a Girl Scout cookie pack. It looks pretty darn good. And we're going to go ahead and pair that 
with a survival game called The Long Dark. So we figure we're going to go something that looks like Girl Scouts and we're going to take scouting and survival into this and make a thing of it. Yes, sir. That's our pair, which I found this kind of on a shopping spree per se. So, oh, yeah. Well, nice. kind of, I guess, work per shopping. For, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just am always looking at beer, so I'm always shopping. But regardless, <laughs> I'm excited about this one as well. Maybe it's a rebuttal to your IPA bullshit that you're always about. And I don't know, but it's more stouts and I'm super happy about that. <clears throat> and guys, I'm going to preach this one more time. If you have a lager, if you're hearing this, you're listening to this and you know a lager that's good, you like, please feel free to do a shout out, uh, message us however you want to. We love trying new things as you don't, if you don't already know that. For sure. And so, sir, you ready? You good? I'm all good, man. All good. You're always good. Yeah. Even if your rating's not. (laughs) (laughs) So if you like drinking. Or you like gaming. Join us next time on The Monologues.